0: Praise Jesus. Welcome to our core. Continuing order of religious education in the name of Jesus, we greet you. We ask that you would continually trust him. He's worthy to be praised. Trust and transfer everything to him. Believing in him and him alone, Jesus is able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think to the only wise God, our Savior. And so we praise God for who he is. T- today, tonight at CORE, we're in Matthew chapter 21 and beginning at verse 18. Um, The barren fig tree is the title. And my title for this is, when the Lord is looking for fruit when the Lord is looking for fruit, there there is a differentiation between faith and fruit. And our faith should be fruitful, meaning that it's in line with the principles and truth of God. And when we try to minister or live a life where there are no amen, There's there's no apparent fruit bearing, it's difficult for people to Uh, confide in you, to have confidence, to believe in you, to believe in what you're saying. We see, even today, the difference between faith and fruit. People claim to have faith. James says, if a man say, and John says that in 1 John chapter 1, if a man say that he has no sin, he's a liar and the truth is not in him. So what we say, and what we display many times are two different things. So here the Bible says, now in the morning, as he returned into the city, he was hungry. Now let me stop pausing part because some of this is metaphoric. Jesus is coming back to the city of Jerusalem. He's hungry. He's remember. He's one hundred percent man, one hundred percent God. In his humanity, he's hungry. In his humanity, John chapter four, he was thirsty when he came to the well. So he's hungry, and the Bible says, "Being hung, being hungered." And when he saw, listen to this, a fig tree in the way. Now, the first thing is, uh, they ate a lot of figs in in the in the promised land. And he saw a fig tree in the way. That, listen, that bolstered his expectations. Just seeing a fig tree, being hungry. The Lord is metaphorically hungry for fruitful Christians. When we're not bearing fruit, he's disappointed. So he was hungry. Look at this. He saw a fig tree. He saw that which was supposed to bear fruit. John 15. You don't make fruit, you bear fruit. Fruit is the afterthought of a life that's connected to the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the true vine, we are the branches. If we are properly connected, if the sap is flowing, if it's healthy, we automatically bear fruit. We don't have to pray for fruit. We don't have to make fruit. We don't manufacture fruit. Fruit is born. We, we bear fruit when the, when the branches are healthy and the branches are connected to the vine. When we abide in him, stay close to him, and he abides in us, we automatically bear fruit. It's the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Listen, the fruit of the Spirit bears fruit because we are connected to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. So he's hungry and he sees a fig tree, which ignites an expectation. And the Bible says, and as he came to it, notice he's approaching the fig tree. From a distance, he sees the fig tree. So his expectations is, I'm hungry, I am going to find figs. And as he came to the tree, and found nothing thereon but leaves only. Now, let me stop Paul's apart because we go back to the agricultural organization of a fig tree. In a fig tree, leaves grow first than the figs. So when you see leaves, you automatically think there's figs there the leaves grow first. Okay. Uh when you when you when you see the leaves, there should be figs there. All right. Now now look at this process. The expectation is he sees leaves but it has no figs. There is metaphorically there there is the announcement there is the expectation within him And the natural growth process is, this tree ought to have figs because I see leaves. So when the Lord looks at our lives and sees us, amen, as we talk about our faith, talk about our God, go to church, read our Bible, his expectation is they ought to be bearing fruit. So you can have religion with no growth Of fruit. You can go to church and have no growth of fruit. You can be under the word and have no growth of fruit. And, and, and so when he, when he came, when he, when he got close and saw nothing but the leaves, he cursed the fig tree because his hunger, his expectation of seeing fruit wasn't there. Now, now, now the fig tree is Israel. Okay. The, the the whole fig tree concept is Israel. He cursed Israel because they weren't bearing fruit. So from a distance, he sees one thing, but as he gets closer, he sees another. When the Lord gets close to your life, what is he seeing? What is he really seeing? The appearance of a tree and fruit, he can see from a distance. But as he gets close to your life and my life, what is he really seeing? And and so he cursed, he cursed, he cursed the fig tree. And the disciples were surprised because the fig tree withered away immediately. The word of Jesus Christ makes things happen. He cursed the fig tree because the fig tree which was supposed to be bearing fruit, was bearing no fruit. Now this cursing doesn't mean he's sending you to hell or anything like that, but I'm talking about the judgment of believers. When you go to John 15 about the the true vine and the branches, that context is not salvation, that's works. So if our works are not in line with what the Lord desires in our lives, amen, then we are judged for our works, not, not salvation, our works. And, and, and so they were, the disciples were surprised that the fig tree, they were mar- they marveled, verse 20, that the fig tree had dried up from the root and withered away. And Jesus answered and said unto them, now watch this now, he's taking them back to school. Verily I say unto you, if ye have faith, and doubt not ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree he is expanding this metaphorically to the disciples just as i cursed that fig tree you can do this also now this and this is deep you're going to do greater works than what I did because you're going to be in ministry. You can, and, and the Bible tells us what what we what's bound on earth is already bound in heaven. What's loosed on earth is already, in the Greek, loosed in heaven. But also, if ye shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done and all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Now this is amazing how Jesus takes a fruitless fig tree and deals with our faith, deals with us believing without seeing, deals with moving mountains in our lives, deals with bearing fruit in our lives, deals with our prayer life, that as we pray, we ought to believe what we're asking for in the name of Jesus. Again, the fig tree represents Israel, and the Sadducees, Scribes, and Pharisees had no fruit. They claimed to have faith, but no fruit. Are you bearing fruit this morning, this, this evening? Galatians chapter five, the fruit of spirit. Are you bearing love and joy and peace and long suffering, kindness and tenderness? If you're not bearing that, something is blocking the sap from the vine to you, the branches. His expectation was, when I look at your life, a yielded life to my person, my principles and my power, I'm expecting to partake of your fruit. How fruitful are you this evening? And if you're struggling with bearing fruit, read John 15. If you're struggling with bearing fruit, read Galatians chapter 5. If you're struggling with bearing fruit, take note of what you say you believe and how you really live in. Somebody ought to be blessed by your fruit. Your fruit is not for you. It's for others to pick it off and partake of it. Be fruitful in Jesus Christ, and he will bless you. God bless you. Have a great evening.